Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode. I feel like I haven't spoken on here in ages because I pre-filmed, or like pre-recorded last week's episode because I was in Munich. So I literally haven't recorded a podcast episode in two weeks and it feels so weird and wrong. Like I've missed it so much. If you follow my Instagram, you obviously saw I've been in Munich and I had the nicest time ever. Honestly, like it was exactly what me and my boyfriend needed. It was just just a week of just like spending time together and doing like fun activities. Like one day we went on a hike, which was amazing. It was so nice. And we did a load of museums. We went out for some nice dinners. Also, I drank four days in a row, which is so unlike me. We literally got like McDonald's four nights in a row because we were so drunk. But it was so nice to see like all of his friends and some of the people I've met before as well. And just like, yeah, literally just like cycle route. We literally cycle everywhere. It's so nice. We just cycled everywhere. Went for lots of, I drank so much Aperol, honestly. Drank so much Aperol and Rattlers and ate so many pretzels. And I also am addicted to like soft boiled eggs and pretzels. Like I literally cannot stop eating them. So delicious. If you haven't tried it, please try it. We also did like some really nice cooking. So we made like a cod risotto one night made a spaghetti bolognese which is so delicious and just like spent real quality time together which was really really nice hopefully as well I can go and see him in April but that's only if oh my god guys you're not ready for this tomorrow I literally have to fly so the day you're listening to this I'm gonna be in Belfast because I've got to fly to Belfast to get a new passport how absolutely ridiculous is that because there's strikes in April and May and I'm going away I'm almost I haven't booked to go away in May but I am and then in June I've booked to go away so I need my passport really soon and there was no other appointments in any other passport offices so I'm having to go to Belfast tomorrow so (laughs) it's a bit it's gonna be draining but you know it'll be fine and at least like I'm so lucky that I can do that and like with my work and everything I can like just have a day out in Belfast so I'm literally flying tomorrow morning 8am from Newcastle to go to Belfast to get a new passport. I've never been to Ireland either and I've always wanted to go so hopefully I'll find some like like a nice little like brunch spot or something. I'm gonna take a book and like nothing else to do so that I can like really just focus on starting another book which I'm quite excited for actually. But anyway, moving on to this week's topic of the podcast, and I thought let's just go for it. Let's let's talk about sex, baby. <laughs> We're gonna be talking all about sex and like first time having sex, having like relaxed partners. Like when I say relaxed partners, I mean like friends with benefit, like not not a partner who was just like laid back. I mean like having like sex with like friends with benefits, things like that. And also just like casually having sex in your 20s and casually seeing people in your 20s and what sex means in your 20s, literally everything about it. If you like the podcast, please give it a rate or like, I don't really know apart from Spotify what you can do. I think on Spotify you can give it like a a star rating. Maybe on Apple you can like actually give a bit of feedback. I don't know. But if you could do that, I would really appreciate it because it helps this podcast podcast oh sorry how's the podcast be shown to other people which I really really want and I want my community to keep growing and just be a wonderful community of 20 something year olds as you will know I am in a relationship so I have never actually had like I've never really had I've never had a one night stand or like been casually sleeping with people because 
I was in a relationship when I was 15 until I was 16 and then I met my now boyfriend when I was 16 and I've been with him ever since so I've never really had like the whole like casual having sex with people and stuff but it seems like in our day and age like it can be like one of two things it could be either that people are like so taboo about it and like think it's um like degrading to like have one night stands and stuff or the other side where people can like like it be no issue and people can find it empowering to like obviously like own your own body kind of thing also as well like sex in your 20s is so normal my friendship group we are <laughs> i feel like we are too open <laughs> like obviously we're not too open but we literally will talk about everything and anything which is so nice because you realize like i realized from maybe like 18 when i like my my friendship group like kind of like formed <laughs> don't know if that's the right word that literally like nothing is off topic we will walk around naked we will be like look at this mark on my bum like telling the ins and outs about our sex life literally everything and I feel like the more normal it gets like me talking to you guys about this the more normal it gets the more it's talked about the less taboo it gets and I feel like as well that when something as intimate and like how when something like sex that makes you really vulnerable is taboo it means that if something goes wrong or if you feel a certain way or you have certain questions it means that you can't really talk to people about it which I think can be quite dangerous like if you have like a question or an issue or even like something if like you know consent there was a blurred line or something and you have no one to talk to and no one to be like this happened like what should I take from that then it can be really hard on you as an individual so my kind of like aim with just like talking about my experiences, also answering some of your, your guys' questions is just kind of sort of make it less taboo and open the conversation on it. And in your 20s, when you are literally learning everything and navigating everything, it can be so important to have an open conversation and to have someone to chat to about it. I have quite a nice like first time story and someone asked if I have any like bad sex stories and honestly I don't because I've never had like a one night stand or anything so I haven't got any like bad sex stories some of the stories my friends have are freaking hilarious like you could not write them but I really don't have any bad sex stories my first time yeah like I was saying was really lovely it was with my boyfriend at the time and I was 15 about to turn 16 and it like it literally just happened and not and neither of us were like planning it it wasn't something that we were like yep so on this day we are going to be having sex <laughs> but it just happened it was really nice it was kind of a bit of a nice thing to look sort of like get it over with at that time in my year lots of people were already kind of like in relationships so it's, it was only really people in relationships that were having sex but it was like at the time it was people were like talking about it and I remember being like oh I don't want like I, I was worried they were gonna ask me because like I hadn't had sex yet and I was like like trying to like be like not in the conversation almost and it felt like not like I was getting it over and done with but I felt good to have done it and especially because it was in a really safe environment with someone who I really really liked at the time like it was a really good and positive first 
lifetime experience. I do know, like I have noticed recently though, that as like the years like below me are getting older, I do feel like people are having like less sex as young. I don't know if that's someone else's experience all over, but I genuinely think that people in the years below me wouldn't, like they weren't at the same like stage as we were when we were in their year. Does that make sense? I feel like that was so trivial. But what I mean is like our year at school, pretty much everyone had had sex and it was something we talked about quite openly. But like in the years below us, when they all hit the stage of when we were like in year like 13 for example when they all got to year 13 it was very different and I feel like lots of less like people weren't having as much sex and I don't know what it's like now they are older and if that's changed but that was like my experience I do notice at uni though people are having like a hell of a lot of sex but it's also so normal that people come to uni and haven't had sex before like I know lots of people that have come to uni and not had sex and then like had their first time while being at uni because I think it's just there's no right or wrong time it's literally about the way you feel like if you feel ready for it it's also about like the context so whether there's someone there that you would have sex with and feel safe in an environment with and it doesn't have to be someone in a relationship and you know you could do it in a forest somewhere if you really wanted but what I mean is like for your first time you really want to be feeling safe I think I think that's the best adjective I can use to describe it so whether that be in a safe environment with a person you consider and you trust like they're all things that sort of play a role in it and then as you get older you kind of get to know what you like and what kind of environment you're happy doing with like I've got friends that wouldn't go home with someone on a night out but you know if they knew them already they would go home with them. So like if they, they wouldn't go home with someone that they met just on that night out. I've also got friends where they feel that sex is a much more intimate thing and don't want to be having sex with random people or people that they don't like, like in a romantic way, not just like a platonic way. So everyone's preference is completely different and nothing is wrong with that. Like there is no right or wrong way to be having sex. Someone asked on my Instagram, I want to have sex, but I don't know how to ask and I don't know where. So if you are like actively going out and like wanting to search to have sex, I would honestly say one of the best things you could do is get on a dating app and just be very aware that those people aren't looking for more than sex. So for example, I know it's different. So like usually with like tinder i think is now I mean, god this is all word of mouth i might be absolutely messing this up i think tinder is more for just sex and like hinge is like maybe for like dating and a relationship i've literally got no idea but a dating app is always a really good shout also if you do like clubbing that's always great because there's always going to be someone that's wanting to have sex but you've got to be careful with um, in terms of like drugs and drinking there because you don't want to be unsafe or be put in an uncomfortable environment you could also maybe message past partners and see like I mean like sexual partners not not exes because sleeping with exes is something I would never recommend my friends doing <laughs> but you could always message them and see if they would be up for like friends with benefits kind of situation and I think in those situations you need to be 
really careful that you both know exactly what you want out of it. There's been so many times where I've heard of people doing friends with benefits scenarios and one of them or both of them getting attached. And it's okay if maybe both of you get attached, but if one person does and one person doesn't, like at the end of the day, you went into that scenario knowing you wanted to be friends with benefits and nothing more. So how can you sort of, like you've got to be careful because you're probably going to be hurt from that. In terms of like how to ask, honestly, this is kind of hard. Maybe I wasn't the best person to do this episode because I have been in relationships. But from my experience with like my friends and stuff, especially if it's like clubbing, you could, you know, if you see someone that you like, you could maybe dance, dance up to them, like in the in-betweeners, dance up to them. Or like if you, if you see they're at the bar, maybe go up and like ask what they're having or something like that. Like initiate a conversation, maybe compliment them. You could like try and get the phone number see if they have a partner already and I think if you are like showing interest in them or you are being shown interest in by from other people what like my friends have done is kind of say like oh do you want to come back to mine like and then that is basically saying do you want to come back to mine and have sex like you're not going to go back and cuddle and from that they I, I want to say they would know I would hope they would know that that would be like do you want to come back to mine and have sex And obviously the consent needs to be asked properly later on. But in terms of like how to ask, that's like the perfect initiation of like, do you want to come back to mine? Also, my friends have got lots of messages of being like, you up? Like on on Hinge and like Instagram and Snapchat when they've like slept with someone once and they've got their number or something and they text going, oh, don't suppose you're awake. Like, (laughs) hmm let's see, am I going to be awake or am I going to decide I actually don't want to see you ever again? So if you have someone that you want to, like, that you've seen before and maybe want to see again, you could always text me like, oh, I don't suppose you have any plans this evening. And like, I, and if they go, oh, um, it depends what for kind of thing, you could be like, oh, I just wondered if you want to come round. And the whole like coming round or do you want to come back to mine or do you want to stay at mine? That whole thing is kind of like, like you, it implies that, you want to have sex with them. Someone asked, what is the best way to build up with someone you just met? And I'm assuming you mean like build up to sex with someone you just met. And it honestly depends whether you sort of want a like proper relationship with them or you just want to have sex with them. Because if you just met them and all you're really looking for is sex, you could literally do what I was talking about earlier in terms of being like, oh, I don't suppose you want to say it mine. Like, kind of like you but like in a, like a complimentary way you know in the past my friends have kind of like joked and be like oh do you want to watch a movie like come oh yeah, yeah come around for a movie like I feel like a move like literally like Netflix and chill like that was such a big like trend at one point but it's so true which is hard but it is so true in terms of like if you're wanting an actual relationship with them and you don't want to rush it obviously if you want to have sex with someone on the first date or the first time you meet them like absolutely go for it if that is what you want to do that is what you want to do there is absolutely no shame in it if you want to build it in terms of like build up to it I would suggest maybe on the first date you could like I would and I would suggest like dating throughout this so maybe like a few dates and then you can maybe invite them round and or like you're like oh yeah just come round to mine we can have like a nice movie night or something 
or if you've been to the pub or out for dinner, you could be like, oh, how do, how about you come back to mine for another drink or something? And then usually like, you know, things, I feel like with sex, things just happen. Like, you know, things just start themselves. It's not like you'll get back to your house and you'll have to be like, uh, do you want to have sex? Because with things like, you know, you could lean in for a kiss, you could literally like just like start initiating things and just see how they react and if they react in a positive way then that's perfect you could also like take it in stages literally like <laughs> you know there's like you know hold that big base one base two base three base four like I remember growing up being like what on earth does that mean like I really couldn't understand what it meant like for different bases and obviously like now I know and you could literally like take it like one stage at a time like you don't need to go from literally just like kissing to sex you could take it like one night you just like do stage like base two another night you do base three just like build it up and sometimes you could find yourself maybe being like oh well we're doing like we're like having oral sex anyway why don't we just do like penetrative sex so you know, it's all like a blurred kind of line. Even with things like foreplay, like you could be doing foreplay and it'd be amazing and you'd just be like, oh, do you know what? This is good. I'm good for now. This is good for me. And, you know, maybe wait until the next time to have sex. And then as well, like it, I don't know. I don't want to say it makes it more special because it absolutely doesn't. And it's literally just personal preference. And for me, like it really, it doesn't bother me whether you would, have sex on the first date or whether you would wait like five or six dates like I don't obviously I've not been in the scenario but I really don't think I would have a preference especially as and I, I don't want to like downplay it but and I'm going to say it as my opinion because I just I don't think it's that deep like when you come to uni or like when you leave home literally just like being in your 20s I really don't think that sex is something that is like sacred and also like I feel that sex and virginity is sort of like a concept that is designed to make a woman feel that their body is more sacred add value to a woman's body based on like their body count or whether they're a virgin or not I do believe these are like body count and virginity are just concepts created to make like add value to women and take away value if they have had sex or are not a virgin and that's a whole like other issue I feel like that's a bit too much to get into but I would really like to speak about that one day but for now I just think that it's just not that deep and I understand wanting to have sex with people you trust and that you where you feel safe because that would be one thing for me I would never want to put myself in a position where I would feel in any way uncomfortable and especially when it's sex like you are so vulnerable I lighten the mood a little bit because there's that's quite deep but someone said how do we help him find the clip I'm never getting satisfied now I feel so bad for you I'm so sorry that really is not ideal I think something like feeling satisfied especially for women oh my god men have it so easy for women it's so hard to feel satisfied when you have sex with someone that doesn't really know what you like or doesn't and also like doesn't care I feel like men are much more selfish in sex and with things like one night stands like they're not going to care whether they are pleasuring you because at the end of the day all they want to do is come so 
they once that's happened for them obviously there's some I, I can't speak for all men but like the psychology behind it and also my friends experiences that's kind of been the like sort of general consensus I think it's different in relationships because you can kind of get to a point where the other person knows what you like you know what they like and it's kind of like an equilibrium of like wanting to pleasure someone because you love them and also in relationships it's like trial and error you can try things you can like magically find things you like that's so normal it's a bit harder with one night stands unless you literally go this is what I like do this now and obviously not in like a bossy way necessarily unless they like that I don't know but that could also be a way of doing it it is harder though because the person has almost like no reason to pleasure you because like if they think they're not going to see you again or it's not going to go anywhere then there's no reason they have they don't owe you anything essentially in their minds especially in men's minds I think it definitely helps if you know what you like and the confidence that comes with knowing what you like and being confident in your own body will help them because you'll be more willing to be like can you do this for me I really like this and always been just like move their like hand or move the way they are or like change positions and be like we're doing this now just because it feels better for you I think you have to own it a little bit and be confident and it will come and also <laughs> it will come this <laughs> sorry I feel like a child laughing at that I didn't even realize I said it but yeah when, when you start to learn more about yourself it'll definitely help you like teach others whether they're short or long-term partners how to pleasure you and also it's just nice picking partners that you think obviously you just can't tell really but I feel like if you do you think older men would because like younger men in their 20s are just children they have the biggest ego they are selfish as well so why would they feel the need to pleasure you someone actually said can I talk about vag vaginismus I think it's called and I actually didn't know what it was until I googled it actually a condition where the vagina tightens when you try and put something in it like literally like a penis during sex or like tampons or a, a dildo or something like that this person said that they feel it's pretty common and it's not talked about and to be honest I agree I feel like if any of my friends had issues like that it would like for me it would be talked about because we talk about things that are taboo and things that are like going on in our lives and like ask for advice and stuff from what I've sort of read on it it's there are ways to help it and also it's, it's if you have it like as long as you're happy living like that that's absolutely fine but if there is a reason you want to change it for like comfort during sex or if you want to use tampons or a dildo and stuff like that there are ways that you can like begin to like help it so some of the things they were saying is sort of like relaxation I've also heard that you can sort of get something from the doctors that kind of like you can use you like put in your vagina and use to like not stretch it but like sort of make it like used to having something in there that like, I think it starts off quite small it's like almost like a little it's like a little like can you imagine like a little bullet vibrator like one of those but it starts off quite small and then gradually gets bigger so you can almost like train your vagina I think being in a scenario where you're relaxed and trust what's going on and in a nice environment I think that would definitely help but it's so so normal I was looking and so many women have it and you, like this person was right you like 
I didn't know the term for it. I knew that there was a sort of condition where like your vagina tightens and like it can be painful during sex. Also sex should not be painful. Do not put yourself in a position where sex is painful. And if you are like, that's why for me, like being with someone I trust is so important because I wouldn't want to be in a position where sex is painful and then not be in a position where I feel comfortable enough to be like, can we stop or this is hurting me? Can we do it in a different way? Also, if sex is painful, there are so many things that you can do in terms of like using condoms, lube, like you don't even have to have penetrative sex. You could just have oral sex or you could just use your hands, for example. I think as well, if you are worried about it, just go to the doctors. You can always choose, like you can always opt to get a female GP as well. So that's really nice. So you can feel more comfortable in an environment with another female. And there will be things maybe the doctors can give you in terms of like some sort of like CBD oil or some relaxation methods or even things that you can like practice yourself like in your in the comfort of your own bedroom to sort of like help you so if you're struggling with that like I'd love to open the conversation and next time I you like talk about sex on my podcast I'm definitely gonna try and open more conversations like this because you know there are so many things that you feel like you're the only one suffering with and yet there are literally millions of women suffering with it and all going through the same thing and there are things that you can do to help and it's as long as you're comfortable to go and ask for that help that's all that really matters like you will be able to find it and there will be a scenario for you that really works I think sometimes it just unfortunately takes a bit of time to really understand yourself and your own body and once you do that I think the confidence will rise and you'll be able to maybe get some help or try and like try different things. I kind of wish I had some like bad sex experiences to talk about. Maybe I'll get my friends to write some anonymous ones and we can like, have a laugh at their expense on here. That would be quite funny. I'll see if I'll see if any of them are up for it. But that is the end of this week's podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. I thought it was quite a nice like way into talking about more taboo things. And also like I am just so open and I'm so willing to talk about taboo things and open the conversation on things that aren't talked about already. In your 20s, it's so important that it's open because you never know what's gonna happen and you always want there to be someone you can go to and be like, is this normal? Like, why am I feeling like this? And especially with sex, if you don't want to you know, go to your parents or anything with it, your friends are literally like your guidance book, whether that is a good thing or not, because my friends have had some dodgy experiences. Please don't forget to like rate the podcast. And also if you follow it on whatever platform you're listening to it on, you can also get notifications each week. So then you never miss an episode. I hope you enjoy and I will see you in my next episode. Bye.